0: This is WMUA Amherst, and you are listening to... So, the shortest job I probably had ever was one night I was a delivery guy in Park Slope in Brooklyn for a place called the Mexican Sandwich Shop. Now, I knew the owner, Peter Kane, and I was very fond of him, and we had worked together before. And when he called, I thought, you know, why not? Let's just try it out. It's going to be a one night thing. Never done this before. And I was already planning to go out dancing way later, like at midnight that night. And I actually went over pretty much dressed up to go dancing. Which meant like a black suit, a white shirt, an ascot, cowboy boots, and like these really big, lightly tinted glasses. Okay, almost like an Elvis impersonator, but like not an Elvis impersonator. Now, right away when I get to the restaurant, I realize that there's a big problem. We actually have two problems. But the first problem is, was the bite. The bike was just way too short. Now, if you know anything about bikes, like where your seat is positioned is actually really important because your legs are like your pistons. And so this bike, it was for someone who had, was like 5'2 or 5'3 tops, and there was no way to raise the seat because the stem was actually really short itself, and it would not raise. And I'm looking at the bike, and there's this like young guy and this young woman working the counter of the Mexican sandwich shop, and I'm looking at the bike, and I'm kind of like... Is there some way we can get the stem? Is there a different stem for this bike somewhere? Because this is really low. You know, they don't care. And then I'm like, can we shift the part of the thing that holds the food? It's like the tray that's going to hold the food. Can we switch it to my bike? And they're like, we don't have tools for that. You know, they're not helpful. They don't want to deal with me. Food orders are already coming in left and right. And they just need this food out there. The other thing is... Like, I've never delivered food before. Like, I don't know what the system is for delivering food. I don't know what the money system is. I don't, what do you say into the inner? I say food delivery or something like that, but never done it before I've had food. I haven't even had food delivered to me that much. And the food itself is a whole other issue, okay? This place is called the Mexican Sandwich Shop. Have you ever heard of a Mexican sandwich? Like, this is not like two pieces of bread with some Mexican food in between. Like this thing that they offer is like hard to describe. It was kind of like a giant floppy empanada. It's as if you like had a giant uncooked pizza and then flipped it over. And they don't have packaging for it. They don't have the right packaging because it's kind of a new product. It's not like Chinese food. You know, with Chinese food you can't go wrong. You get jamming everything in, it's perfect, no food is gonna shift. This is like a bag with a box with this giant empanada kind of rolling around in the box. So when like I do deliver this food, I'm really careful to get out of there as fast as possible, because I know as soon as they open it up, they're gonna be like, "What happened to this thing?" And I don't want to hear it. And, although the people at the restaurant, they got calls, they heard about it for sure. Meanwhile, I'm out, you know, like I deal with the bike, I get on the bike, I got the flumpy empanadas, and I'm gone the slope, and I've got my addresses, and these other delivery guys, they're just zipping around the slope, it's just like, bing, 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 I mean, they're everywhere, and I am just chugging it, chugging it up these streets, just chugging it up this slope, you know, with this very low seat, like, you know, I wasn't in the best shape, but I biked all the time, it really was the bike, Killed me on this, and so I'm just sweating, you know, with this suit jacket and ascot on. I'm totally wet with sweat as I'm just moving so slowly up the slope. You know, it's like I never felt like I was ever going down the slope. Like all I remember, and even at the time, all I could think is I'm always moving up this slope. Like I, I know I have to go down to get the food on Fifth Avenue to bring it up. To the other avenues, I just don't remember that part Or it didn't even feel like I had it Because it went by so fast And just feels like the whole time I'm just pushing the bike up the slope With this food that's slipping around And, you know, when I'm going back to the restaurant You know, they're kind of wondering Like, what's going on out there? And, you know, quite frankly I don't really want to tell them what's going on Because if you ask me what's going on I'm going to tell you, help me out with this bike I honestly don't really want to talk about it Plus, um, by that point, I'm a couple hours in. I only have a couple hours left. This is never going to happen again, so I just keep moving. I recognized at the time that everyone had the right and privilege to be pissed off with me. Like, if I was them, I'd probably be pretty pissed off myself. So as I'm going through these doors, I kind of fully expect people to give me a piece of their mind. But by the time I get there and actually show my face, they're just stunned by it. Because instead of the regular guy showing up with a Mexican sandwich, you know, this person who was probably 5'2", in walks like 250 pounds of America, dressed in a suit, ascot-tinted shades, and cowboy boots sweating profusely, and they're just stunned. They're like, I don't know what's going on. Is this candid camera? They really can't say anything to me because they're just shocked. But there was this one customer and I knew it as soon as I pulled up outside. It was this beautiful brownstone, and it was near the park. And I'm looking at this place, and it's got to be like $5, 6000000 million brownstone. And I'm just thinking, oh, man, I'm going to hear about it here. Like the other places, I didn't hear about it. But here I'm going to hear about it. I can hear the kids screaming from outside. You know, you could just kind of smell the entitlement. This is going to be where if someone says something to me, and as I'm approaching... brownstone I hear the kids yelling they want their Mexican sandwiches I'm the one who has caused all this tragic noise inside this really expensive brownstone and as I get to the door I ring the bell I hear the kids running down the hall and then I can hear the dad like get out of the way get out of the way get out of the way because he doesn't want them to open the door he wants to open the door so he can give me a piece of his mind. And he opens the door and let me tell you, he, he didn't give me the full, he did give me part of his piece of his mind, but he didn't give me the full piece of his mind because again, he's looking at me like, what's going on? Like, who is this person delivering my Mexican sandwich? But he does give me a little piece of his mind. And you know, it's late, it's like I'm almost done, and I just don't really exhausted and I don't really care. And I say to him, you know, once he finally quiets down, I say, Do you have a therapist? And he's like, what? No. no, What? You know, he catches him off guard. And I say, well, I think you could use one. And I got a number for a good therapist if you need one. And that was it. You know, no tip there. I barely got tip at all that night. And I remember going back to the restaurant to this young man, this young woman. And I think they tried to pay me. I think they did pay me. And I didn't even want to take it. You know, I just felt like I had failed so badly. I didn't really even want the money. I said, tell Peter I'm sorry. I did my best. It was a disaster. I'm never going to do it again. I apologize. And then I went out, you know, and the last thing I want to do is get on my own bike. So I left it locked up over there. I hit a liquor store, get a little flask of gin, just able to think about going out dancing, head down the subway stairs, get on the train, go to dance. Hello and welcome to Barbarian in the Valley, the noon to 2 p.m. slot here on WMUA Hamhurst. Just a reminder of our format, we got a first hour of descent into the valley, going from the coherency of the mountaintop into the fertile and verdant incoherency of the valley itself. And then after that... Jeremy Whelan will be joining us as per usual, his orange truck snaking through the valley towards us, and he'll be bringing a guest with him too. Now each week we choose a theme, of course, and then we realize that the beauty of choosing a theme, opposed to any kind of actual structure, is that you can just throw everything in that sounds good, or might sound good, or might fit, and then somehow you listen to it and you're like, well, I'm not sure that sounds good, but it fits. This week's theme ill-suited that's right just to be really clear this week's theme ill-suited
1: around 10 it was um it was the world of groups you know so uh you know my town and where i lived was very much very dominated by the groups that was called guidos that sounds like a um a pejorative term now, but it was but that group was self-identified as such, right? Okay. So you're 10 years but, old. Were you in the Guido group? No, but I wasn't really in any group. Definitely wasn't in, like, the Preppy group. There were no such thing as Preps in, in my town, but it, but in the towns, like, in a couple of adjacent towns, um, Glen Ridge and Montclair, those towns were dominated by self-identified Preps, right?
0: And you at school, uh, you're a Catholic school, so you're in uniform at school, right? Yeah, polyester pants, cotton shirts, and polyester ties. You go and you see this
1: shirt. Where did you buy the shirt? Oh, I don't remember the names of those stores, but definitely like there were stores that sort of catered to like kind of like kind of like nightclub culture, for kids looking. Kind of stuff, yeah. You know? So it was like a short sleeve shirt, and it had big, just the sleeves were like like a little like maybe a shade lighter than little gray, and the and the bulk of the shirt was like a shade or two darker than than white. So it was two tones. And, like, with two conspicuous 360-degree zippers right at the shoulder.
0: Like in the the armpit,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Went around the armpit and up the shoulder. And Mm -hmm. so the zipper, the zipper tag would, like, hang in the front, like two little, um, almost like like little honors. I'm in my new shirt. This is my new thing. I'm my new guy. You know what I mean? Um, This is me now. I'm the guy with the zipper
0: shirt. Yeah, I'm 10 years
1: old. And yep. this is about as big as it gets. We were still, like, going to church with family, and we were walking to church. Yeah, I think I was in, like, third grade. Um, anyway, so, yeah, there's a uh, bird walking to church, and, and all of a sudden, my family keeps searching. Like, hey, David, you know, you'd look really, really way cooler if you wanted to those those sleeves. It just, like, went sleeveless. That would, be, that would be really cool. I mean, you guys are out of your mind. I mean, I like zippers, but that is dumb looking. You know, I'm not... <laughs> not, about to, not about to go like like a half a tooth dipper around my arm and, like no sh- no sleep. That would be that would be straight up lead And I like the little still ground here. Yes, yeah, because there was a, just like this immediate consensus, you know? hmm And and care. Like there are just there's a mess, I start smelling because I don't know if I said, but the reason they were saying because a bird has pooped on my left sleeve. So you're know. just
0: you're walking along, you don't know it, but a bird has pooped. I <laughs> mean, what, what are the chances? You know, because it's that one part of the shirt that can come off. You know, it's, it's a, probably it's like, like two inches. Of,
1: piece of this shirt. Right, right. I yeah. mean,
0: it's amazing because, in a way, this shirt, more than any other article of clothing, was designed for this moment. Absolutely. You could Absolutely. have extracted just the bird poop off of this shirt and still had a shirt and still repaired it later.
1: Six but did you six.
0: know before you hit the church that, in fact, you had
1: bird poop on your sleeve? No, as far as I remember, the story that I've, that I've, like, given myself is that I've learned, like, after church. But I remember being in church feeling like, whoever, whichever family member was sitting next to me, just really stunk to high heaven.
0: So you thought it was someone else, and was, it was actually your left sleeve.
1: It was my left sleeve, yeah.
0: And then when you, uh, when did you discover it? I think on the way home, on
1: the walk home. And I was like, why didn't you guys tell me? Like, yes, yeah, so I was trying to get you to take your sleeve off. Why wouldn't she just tell me? Oh, we didn't want to get get you upset. Now that really upset me. Wait, and what did you say? I guess I got upset a lot, you know. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's why they didn't tell you. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (music) Thank <music> you.